that's literally the formula to a healthy relationship. You mind yours, and I'll mind mine. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Mind yours podcast. Nina and Peyton here. Episode four. Numero cuatro. Healthy relationships. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So if this sounds interesting to you, buckle up, grab your favorite snack, and give us your listening ear. So um, a couple questions, you know, we have on the agenda today are what should a healthy relationship look like? What should it feel like? Characteristics of a healthy partner. We're going to talk about love languages, expressing and receiving love, and acknowledging your partner. I always say that there are three things in like the foundation that you need to you and your partner need to excel at and have mm-hmm. otherwise missing your, one, your relationship won't work right if you're missing two it won't work you have to have all three all three and i'm about to give you all the secret right <laughs> this is how to have a happy you need to have trust respect and communication bow 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 now if you only have trust and communication but you're getting disrespected, not going to work. If you have trust or respect, but no communication, not going to work. And vice versa. So So with trust, what aspects of trust do you think you need when getting into a committed relationship? Well, it's important to know that trust allows you to be more open and giving into your relationship. Mm -hmm. And... If you trust your partner, you're more likely to forgive them for their shortcomings and um, the behaviors that irritate you, things like that. You're going to you're going to be able to forgive. Right. And I feel like you need to understand that trust takes time to build Mm -hmm. and you're you and your relationship are going to be put in situations for that trust to keep growing. And you just have to pass those micro tests to grow. I think that you need to trust in your partner that they have your best interests at heart. And if that's not something that you believe, you don't feel that they're making you you a priority or your happiness a priority, then I don't think you trust your partner as full as you do. And that doesn't mean like... I think that when we think of trust, a lot of times the first thing that comes to mind is cheating. Yes, cheating is bad. If you get cheated on, leave. But I think trust even goes deeper than that and just... Within a relationship, your partner is keeping you as keeping you in the forefront of their mind and the actions that they're doing and the things that they're participating in. They're taking in your feelings and just trusting in your partner to do that. Yeah, and also like trusting that when you do go to communicate with them, they're not gonna get defensive or blow up in your face. And if right. you guys were here for episode one um go back and listen if you weren't but when I was dating yo-yo he was very he he just had no trust in me I don't know why that's his own issues to work out on his own time Mm -hmm. but it also caused it caused our relationship not to work hashtag no trust no relationship (laughs) but it just caused so many issues every time we had an argument or um just any sort of conflict the root of that was because we had no trust yes 
And I think when you're in a relationship where you do have mutual trust, it can be so fulfilling. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not constantly having to, like, look behind your shoulder like, oh, what is this person going to do next? How are they going to react to this? Are they even thinking about me when they're out with their friends? Like, you just have that trust. It just brings comfort. Yeah, and it causes all those, like, naggy little thoughts to go away. They don't exist. Right, but trust is not instantaneous. It's not something that's given off the bat. It's something that you have to build and you have to earn. And getting to know another person and seeing if your lives will align, I Mm -hmm. think, at the end of the day. Yeah, and you can earn trust little by little if you give respect as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So what do you think respect looks like? I think respect at the bare minimum is somebody who sees you as their equal i think Mm. that a relationship is a partnership i don't think that one person is above another i don't think that one person should have more say than another i think that if a person respects you they see you as their equal and they communicate to you as such i think when talking about respect communication is the next thing that i think falls into that because If you can have a respectful conversation with me in times of conflict, that is respect, point blank, Mm -hmm. period. Exactly. And it it just builds those feelings of trust, safety. Just regard for your well-being. Exactly. And it can definitely be something you learn. Like, you want to learn, like, how the other person likes to be respected, too. Yes, right. Um, And the first off the bat is to show respect is respecting one's boundaries. Mm -hmm. If you cross a line or you... Um, there's a boundary there and you know it, don't cross it. Don't cross respect it. Respect them enough not right. to cross it. Right. When you have an issue with your partner, respect them enough to bring the issue to the table, nip it in the bud so you guys can keep growing together. Exactly. Um, and if your partner respects you enough, they will change their behavior. If yeah. there's the conversation and the acknowledgement, but no action, then I think that's a um, you're missing respect like you're yeah. lacking respect for me and my internal grievances that I may have and you need to be able to hear them out and retain the information that you're receiving right um, and when we talk about communication communication is also listening it yes. is not just talking to have a conversation with someone one person needs to be putting out information and the other person needs to be receiving it yes if they are not receiving it there's no conversation you're talking to a wall yes i think in a lot of relationships that lack healthy communication there's one partner who is simply just listening to respond and they're not listening to understand and you have to listen to understand and change your behavior if you're just simply listening to a person and thinking okay where can i fit in my point where can i interject this and you're not listening to understand what your partner has to say You don't respect them. You don't have good communication. And there's no trust. You're missing all three pillars there. And your your relationship is not sustainable. Exactly. Communication just allows you to understand what your partner's needs are. And what your needs are. And make sure that they understand your needs. And it can help you feel more connected in a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. communication goes a long way. Yes. And having good communication builds trust. builds respect. Mm -hmm. So, with that... You need to, when you're going to have a conversation with your partner, especially if it's something serious where maybe there's a conflict, maybe there's a disagreement, you need to be able to set aside your distractions, set aside your phone, and sit there and listen. Right, be engaged. Listen to what they have to say. And if you're the one bringing the conversation, you need to be able to, first of all, take time with yourself to understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling like that. And then be able to 
to articulate that to your partner. Mm -hmm. Tell them exactly how you're feeling, exactly what they did that made you feel like that and why you feel like that. Right. And they need to not be defensive. I agree. And they need to be... (laughs) The only response that they should have to you bringing... Something that hurts your feelings to the to the conversation should be receptiveness. If they aren't receptive to what you have to say, then there's no there's no room for a healthy relationship. And when you are in a healthy relationship with someone else, they're not going to jump to the defense. They're going to want to hear what you have to say. They're going to want to fix their actions because they shouldn't have any desire in their heart to hurt you. Yeah. So if their actions did something to hurt you or offend you in any way... They should simply be receptive to your feelings and whatever you have to say. Yeah, and I'm I'm a defensive person, mm. so I know I said defensive people suck. I suck. <laughs> but I try to like, first of all, understand that them like your partner or your friend like these are these all work for friendships as well. Um, they're bringing that issue to you for it to get resolved and for you to move on. Mm -hmm. You need to first understand that. Mm -hmm. And now when you are receiving information, it's not a personal jab at you. And Mm -hmm. if you do feel like there is jabs being made, address that. Mm -hmm. But a healthy conversation should not have any jabs towards who you are as a person. It should just be what your actions were or what you said, whatever happened. And you need to understand that not only are they bringing this to you, maybe it's going to help you become a better person. You said something offensive and you didn't even realize it. And now you're not going to be put in a situation to like make that mistake again. I like agree. you're going to get that behavior corrected. And just being defensive kills the conversation sometimes. And it will make the other person who's trying to, you know, confront their feelings and tell you how they feel. It's going to make them not want to do that again. Right. And that will hurt your partner's level of communication. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also goes hand in hand with knowing your boundaries and know what both of you want. I think Mm -hmm. that especially in times where it can get really treacherous in a relationship and there's a lot of ups and downs and maybe you're facing a lot of conflict in that moment, you may lose sight of the end goal. So to just reaffirm with your partner, like I still want to be with you. It is Mm -hmm. you and me versus the problem, not both of our individual sides against each other. Mm -hmm. Like we are trying to find a resolution and push forward. And I think that will help with a person being on the defense. Yeah. And I feel like for me personally, when it comes to dating or calling someone like my boyfriend, I one that may never happen again because <laughs> I don't Shut even know. Like, it takes me a lot to get to that point. And if I decide to call you my boyfriend or my partner, I want there to be a mutual agreement where we understand that that no matter what, we are going to try to make this relationship work. And then at the obstacles, like when we hit obstacles, we are going to try to both together get over them. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like it's us against the problem, not us against each other exactly and i feel like people need to understand that and i feel like dating needs to just be a bit more mature yes and more serious i think i think the next relationship that i get into we're gonna have a contract and we're both gonna sign and we're just gonna have the do's and don'ts if you cross this line i'm leaving like the next person i date better be my husband i hope so i better marry them (laughs) yeah and i think that this generation is just so lackadaisical i feel like when it comes to dating and you have to have you have to be intentional with what you're doing and intentional 
personal with the people you're investing in. And like we were talking about with situationships and just not just letting somebody just treat you any kind of way. And then all of a sudden they're just calling you their boyfriend or girlfriend or their partner or whatever terms you may be using that it's serious that it's a commitment. Now I'm making a commitment to you that I'm going to put my best foot forward for both of our individual personal growth. Yeah. And you need to understand that like your partner's allowed to make their own decisions. They're their own person. That's why you're with them. And they're not someone you can control. And I feel like that's where like toxic relationships come in and like people trying to be controlling and that is never on the table for a relationship. Yes. I think that if you are losing your sense of self within a relationship and you feel whatever person that you're aspiring to be is being overshadowed by this other person, then it's not a relationship you should be in. I think that healthy relationships help you remain on track. They mm-hmm. help you maintain your goals. It's, it's just another situation where they should be pouring into you as well. Exactly. I know we always talk about it, but like you cannot pour into another person if that energy is not being reciprocated because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's a dog-eat-dog world and people suck. <laughs> so you have to make sure that you are staying on track. And if this person is wavering you, it's not a healthy relationship. Yeah, and make sure you feel that equality, like that balance. Mm-hmm. Like like we said earlier, like it's an equal partnership. Yes. So you shouldn't be the only one uplifting this other person, right. sacrificing your goals for theirs. Like yes. if they're not pouring back into you or supporting you, I'm sorry, but I said go get your bag, sis, and maybe right. reevaluate that relationship later. Right, because at the end of the day, like relationships you need to be putting energy and effort into them and you may not be in the time and place where you are ready to do that and you Mm -hmm. have to come to terms with that you may have all the love in the world for this person but if you are not content within yourself and you are not on the path you need to be you need to sort that out before you can make a commitment to somebody else to help them with whatever Mm -hmm. endeavors that they have if you can't even help yourself how are you supposed to help somebody else and i feel like For me personally, like, I am so busy with school and working and just all these things on my agenda that I don't have time to pour into a relationship in the way that it would be impactful and beneficial for the both of us. Yes. And so I I understand. I don't have time for a relationship. Although I have love in my heart and I'm ready to give it and I'm healed after my past relationship and I want to experience that. I don't have the time. I need to, mm-hmm. like, there's time and there's place. And, like, you got to make sure that all of it works out. And I feel like you shouldn't be seeking a relationship. Mm-mm. I feel like relationships form naturally. And when they form naturally, they're usually better than the ones you force. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now I have a question for you. How do you feel about right person, wrong time? I feel like the right person can change the time. However... I really think I it's, a, it's a case-by-case basis because I do think that there could be people in my life where, you know, this could be, this could, this has the potential to be a fulfilling relationship, but both of us are still going through our own issues where it just, it's not the time. So I do think I do. Actually, I do think I stand by that statement. I know I did. I what I do like, I think? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> What's the question again? Right person, wrong time. I think that... Yeah, I think the that right, be a thing. I think the right person would understand 
why it's the wrong time. Mm, exactly. And they will see you and understand why it may not work. And if it does, if they're able to, you know, do whatever. Like I said, I'm too busy for a relationship. If they're able to, you know, take only a couple hours a week to see me and that's fulfilling enough for them and that's all I can pour in and they understand that, then possibly that could work. Right. However, if it's the wrong time, it's the wrong time. At the end of the day, nothing should be forced. If it feels forced, then it's not the right time or the right person. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's the wrong time, if I just got out of a relationship and I'm torn apart, I don't, and I'm swearing off men and I'm swearing off people in general and I never want to talk... You're not going to change my mind. Don't come talk to me. Right. No, I It's the wrong time. And I shouldn't Let me heal first. (laughs) Exactly. And if that is my mindset, then I'm not ready to be in a relationship. Like, you need to be open and just loving and not guarded. If you're in a guarded place in your life right now, I don't think it's it's the time to get into a relationship. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of self-work to be done in your early 20s. And I feel like figure out who you are. Figure out what you want. Figure out what you're looking for in a partner and then decide if you're ready coming from a toxic relationship i needed time Mm -hmm. to heal i needed time to understand what i want in a relationship understand that i never want that again and if anyone were to have hit me up like right after my relationship with yo-yo it was not gonna work yes someone did and it did not work (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't work so right like i just think if it's the wrong time, it's the wrong time. But if it's the right person, it's the right person. Right. And they'll wait. They will be patient. I feel They like. will wait. The right person will wait for the right time. Exactly. Let me ask you this. What's your love language? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. I really like acts of service just because, like I said, I feel like I'm so busy and I have a lot of things I'm doing. And if you're able to take one thing off my plate... The weight on my shoulders just mm. lightens, and I really, really love that. And then either, like, I think second would be either physical touch or quality time. Mm. If I'm spending time with you, I'm going to touch you, but <laughs> <laughs> I really like being connected with my partner and affectionate. Mm. So, yeah, what are yours? Um, Definitely for a long time it was acts of service because just same thing that you said. I'm just extremely busy, and if someone could take time out of their day to lighten my load... I appreciate that more than you will ever know. And I think that also just also goes with communication, like someone who's listening to me. And, you know, sometimes if I'm really busy and you're my partner and we're in a committed relationship, I'm going to complain to you. I'm going to be like, this is what's bothering me. This is what's bothering me. And I'll get it off my chest and I keep it pushing. But let's say that I'm like, oh, my God, like I rushed out of the house this morning and my room's a mess and whatever. And I come back home after a long day and you made my bed and maybe organized my vanity or something. That is going to mean so much to me. It may have taken you five minutes. I'm going to cry. Like it doesn't cost any money. Mm -hmm. It takes five minutes out of your day just to lighten my load because you saw how stressed out I was. That means a lot. And I think that another one of mine, quality time is a good one. I like spending time with the people I love. <laughs> I really do. And words of affirmation. We touched on it. Me and Payne have hung out every day this week. <laughs> every single day for a strenuous amount of hours. And I enjoyed every minute of it. You're my best friend. <laughs> and I'm back here again today. And then, like we're talking about in the other episodes, words of affirmation. I think that I just need an attaboy sometimes. A little pat on the back. Like, 
just hearing that I'm doing a good job because I think I can just get in my head so easily. Oh, that's a good one. Just yeah. to have someone like affirm me, like, Peyton, you're doing a good job. That's yeah. all I need. And then uh, there would be a big smile like, on my face. I feel like understanding how your parents either treated you or treated each other, I feel like goes to show what your love language might be. Maybe mm. what you lacked as a child. Yeah, even what you lacked for sure. In a relationship. I feel like I'm also very hard on myself. And no one ever is going to talk down to me like the way I talk down to me. Yes. And I feel like definitely words of affirmation, she's up there. I think it's also important to point out how you show love versus how you receive love. And I think we talked more about how we receive love, but how do you think you show love? Since I know how much acts of service like, would positively like affect me, I think that's how I show love is by doing acts of service. And I have, you know, three siblings and two younger siblings. And so being I always am like doing things for them mm. and I may yell at them and maybe mean to them, but me just doing something for them is me showing love for them. Yes. Because I'm taking time away from my busy schedule, from all the things on my plate to help you or to do something for you. And so I think that would probably be the biggest way I show love and physical touch. If I really like like my partner, obviously, I hope I like them, <laughs> but like I'm not very affectionate with my friends or my family. And with my partner, like I like to be like having that giddy like smile. Mm -hmm. I also feel like in a sense, I can come off a little dominant a little masculine some would say and the right person makes me act like a little girl right yes like i want a man that is so dominant and so comfortable in his masculinity to that it brings out the feminine yes. side of me yes and with that i'll be all over you no i agree and i think that Something important to note with physical touch is it's not always, like, a sexual thing. Like, oh, just being wrapped under you or just, like, holding hands or just, like, my like, leg on put, you. Yeah, and, like, leg. it doesn't even have to be PDA. Like, if we're just, yeah. just, I just want to feel your warmth. Just put my <laughs> finger on you and I'm good to go. No, literally. <laughs> I think a big way that I show love, especially when I'm in a committed relationship, is gift giving. Like, if I like you and you say, oh, I want, you know, this new book that I saw I'm going to go buy it. I'm going to go surprise it on a random Tuesday and give it to you just because I love giving gifts to people and seeing their reactions. And like, I think a nice, well thought out gift can go a long way. It doesn't even yeah. have to be something that's super expensive. Like I like writing people cards. Like if you're sick and like, I just like make you a little goodie basket. I'll write you like a get well card or just like mm -hmm. something like that, just to like show that I'm thinking about you and that I care. And I think like just taking the time out of your day, to do any of those little things matters. Yeah. And I think, like, although you may give love a certain way, I think it's very important to understand your partner's love language as yes. well. Yes. Mm -hmm. And even your friends, because yes. I know your love language is acts of service. So if I'm going to go fill up my water bottle, I'll fill up yours too. Yes. Like, it makes your day. Yes. And being able to understand that helps you better navigate your friendships and your relationships and helps you love them in a way that they want to be loved exactly and if you there could be that disconnect you could have been with someone let's say that their love language like how they like to be loved was quality time and let's say that you're in a new relationship now and this person you know doesn't necessarily want to be wrapped up with you like 24 7 like they may also be busy like you were saying earlier and words of affirmation means more to them you're gonna have to adjust if you care about the person of course you will adjust and you'll make those adjustments and learning just to love 
your partner in whatever way they receive it best and vice versa and just making mm-hmm. sure that your partner is doing the same for you and that's literally the formula to a healthy relationship yeah and if your love language is quality time and they're not make, taking any time to like spend, to spend with, you, with you either they don't know your love language and you need to have that conversation like mm-hmm. hey you know i just really want to spend time with you or they don't they care, don't care. <laughs> they don't care i'm sorry to break it to you but they just don't care and that's where it goes for respect. Like, exactly. you have to have respect for someone. If you like them and you respect them and you want to be with them and their love language is quality time, go hang out with them right Literally. now. Literally. Go go call your shoddy. Go call your stinky and go make a date. Go do something with them. And I think that, like, it doesn't even have to be like, oh, we go to a fancy restaurant and we spend $400 and He spoils me. They spoil me. Like, like no. <laughs> let's go on a walk. Let's go talk about our day. Like, Just being in another person's presence can really go a long way. And if your partner isn't making the same accommodations that you feel like you're making, it's just time to have a conversation. Yeah, and like we said in the previous previous episodes, like effort and energy. Yes. Effort and energy. And just making sure that cycle continues. And it's equal and balanced. But when in doubt, I feel like when it comes to relationships, having like outside influence Mm. is terrible. Yes. And keeping your relationship private is important and you got to understand that not everyone is a part of your relationship your relationship is just between you and the other person right and i think that once you get so many outside opinions and everyone's influencing your relationship it's gonna make you confused on what you want at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and when you have that trust and that respect and that communication with your partner you shouldn't need to be running to other people to get their opinions like agreed keep your business to yourself mind yours and keep it pushing. Yeah, the only opinion that should matter is your partner's. Yes. So mind yours. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. I hope you're able to make your relationships healthier. And at least, if not, understand what you want out of a relationship and what you're willing to give and pour into one. And we hope that you find the love of your life. <laughs> we hope you get married. We hope you do. We hope you listen to this podcast and you get proposed to tomorrow. Or you propose to somebody. Okay. Well, we hope you're able to just make your relationships healthier and understand what it takes. If there's anything you take away, understand that a relationship is a partnership. And it has a foundation of trust, respect, and communication. Otherwise, tell your partner to kick rocks. And focus on you, my love. (laughs) And mind yours. (laughs)